0: You know what's so funny about this opening now? My friend Jay, who helps us yeah. out a lot, uh, mm-hmm. told me that the opening might be a little long for YouTube. And as we sit here dancing, it feels very long for YouTube. And, oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say i, I was reminded, you, like... No, then I was reminded of how amazing you are, Jessica. I just want to shout you out for like how willing what? you are to go along with anything how easygoing you are, Like you're the best partner ever, because last week you couldn't hear a note of that song, and you danced the entire time and then said <laughs> <laughs> and then said, "Was I supposed to hear something?" Yep, the entire time you were. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> but you danced like nobody was watching Jess. I hope you love dance
1: it. Thank you
0: I wanna Thank dance you. with somebody <sighs> I'm just saying You are the go-to girl for Just Go Along Thanks Support, Thanks. support Thank Beyond you. Belief I may have to look into shortening Our song opening For the YouTube video Because it does feel weird to dance For 475 minutes
1: <laughs> <so weird> dancing <laughs> dancing period because
0: to know music especially Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh because that's honestly what we do on when we just record audio we just like either dance together well we don't even hear the opening because then i plug it in at the end like whatever that we Uh, haven't heard that opening in what how many have we been doing this for 25 years now
1: uh 26
0: 26 years that's what i thought (laughs) <laughs> I am very close to nearing 10 years of podcasting. I know That's people are like, crazy. what? You're not even successful. Why would you continue? Because I love it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is ridiculous, and I will not tolerate that. Tell everyone what your
0: well, name is. Well, welcome mm-hmm. to the Rants and Raves podcast. I'm Dana Powell.
1: I'm Jessica Young.
0: And, and we are, here to, we are and here to rant and rave. rant and rave. I just wanted to get that out about the opening because I felt so weird staring into your face and dancing.
1: A (laughs) hundred percent. I felt awkward too, but again, I'm like, well, she seems fine with it. So I guess I am
0: too. No, I'm not. (laughs) I even did a really shallow
1: point at a coffee cup with a company that rhymes with char nuts. Uh And I was saying, as I mimed during the opening, not a sponsor, but they can be.
0: Yeah, no joke. So can Atkins, because I'm drinking a protein shake. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody, honestly, anybody can be a sponsor. Which, speaking of, I know Mm -hmm. we've been saying it forever, but we are actually making steps. I hope it's not gone unnoticed. I know we were on a long break. I hope that people who have gone away come back. Um, mm-hmm. most of you have, so we're very grateful for that because yes. we got lots of things, you know, a listener actually messaged me yesterday and said they were at a nonprofit conference and talked about us. And I said, Oh my God, oh. amazing. Please tell them to reach out. We want to spread mm-hmm. the word.
1: That's right. We want
0: to spread it. Jessica, how was your week?
1: It was good. Uh, you can see by my lovely artwork and yellow walls, you, I'm
0: you're. Live and fish. Hashtag
1: hotel life. Hashtag double treat. <laughs> uh, <Ooh. laughs> don't think I didn't get a cookie uh, when I checked. Oh,
0: I know how much you love those hotel cookies when you check in. <laughs> Not
1: hotel. Not hotel cookies. I don't want those cookies like you were handling in the lobby and curb your enthusiasm just like that. Oh, random yeah, no. Smattering.
0: How that? I want a cookie. You said that. I made Henry watch that today because he didn't believe I was on. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
1: Well, I love that you did.
0: Yeah, it's the. Fr- I was like, I'm. It's going to take me forever to find this. But when you type in curb Your enthusiasm," the first thing that comes Cookie? up is cookies. Yeah, that's
1: oh, me. That's fantastic, cookies. That's and when tongs. I used to work. Y'all. I mean, I really cookies remember and tongs, it. And tongues,
0: yeah. I remember the audition because I slapped his hand. Larry David, I slapped his hands. And I think he was very taken aback. Lucky for me, it made him giggle. But I'm sure nobody's touched him in years. He's scary. Uh, (laughs) But I was in the moment, y'all. I hold nothing back when I perform. I'll tell you that. uh, (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. What kind
0: of cookie was it?
1: Have you never had a Doubletree cookie, which is now, I think, served at all Hilton properties?
0: I'm going to say something so mean. No, you what? dummy. I've never had anyone at a hotel offer me a cookie. <laughs> they offer it to everyone when you check in.
1: It's the Doubletree standard. It's a known the thing. I've you never can buy them. A I have a good mind to buy you one of their tins and bring you back a six You don't six-pack. need to do that.
0: You don't I'm need shouting to do that. It's that. the hotel. It's a it's hotel, a, not a bakery. Yes.
1: It's a perfect, big, thick, but not too thick, a chocolate chip cookie with walnuts, which are full of like polyphenols and antioxidants. I don't normally like the nuts in the cookies. It works no! for this.
0: Yeah. No! Unacceptable! I'll eat it because I ain't gonna pass up a cookie. But it's you don't need good. to be throwing that in there. They got to make, make it healthy. In there. Dark what chocolate are you and about? walnuts. And like, also, peanuts what are you talking aren't about? Good for you, no, <laughs> Jessica. Peanuts are not good for you. you. I
1: love peanuts.
0: Why are they not good for you? They're a nut. Nuts have good protein and healthy <sighs> fat.
1: Well. You might want to have a little text thread with Howlin, because he claims that peanuts are legumes and that they're not nuts and they're not very good for you.
0: Well, I get mine honey roasted, so I make them even worse. And I put them in my car, so when I get ready to puke, I can eat me some nuts.
1: (laughs) I love them. (laughs) I love them. I love them plain, and I love throwing them in a salad Yeah, you want to really spice things up, Aunt Jessica? Peanuts are not spicy. Peanuts in a salad.
0: It's not spicy. It's not fancy. There's nothing fancy about a double tree. (laughs) I will say, have you ever heard the legend of the cookies at Cedar Sinai? When you're in the maternity ward, they only allow new mothers to have them, and they're hot, served fresh and hot. And You can only have one, you can't get them for your family or anything. <laughs> They're legendary. I think so. And that's part great. of me is like, Are these cookies really that good, or have we just given birth and we're so desperate for something good to go into our bodies? Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> it could be one of those packages of grandma's cookies from 7 Eleven, but to you, and it you'd be like, like the
0: best. Magnolia I remember bakery. Totally, I remember I was in labor for so long. I was in labor for thirty six hours, and you can't eat. And like, I like to eat. <laughs> so I remember after giving birth, I was so tired. Like, have I ever told you when they sewed me up? She was like, no. "Cause you know, there's rippage. This is a lot. Yes. There's ripage that happens when you have a, even a tiny baby. My baby was mm-hmm. four pounds two ounces, and she was sewing me up, and I was so exhausted. She goes, "Can you feel this?" And I said, "Yes." And she goes, does it hurt? And I said, yes. And she said, what does it feel like? I said, it feels like you're sewing my vagina up. Ah! And she goes, she goes, oh, no, you're not supposed to feel this. Let's get her some paint. Like, <laughs> but I was so tired. I just laid there and took it. And I remember no. the first piece of food I had, they whisked Dan Tipton away to be with our little premature baby. He was 10 weeks early. And mm-hmm. now he's huge. It's hard to even imagine. But anyway, right. they whisked him away. And I said to my mom and dad who were there with me, I was like, I'm so hungry. I'm so hungry. <laughs> they brought me eggs and a banana. And I started eating the banana first because I could get it. Like, I don't know. Yes. I just I, I grabbed it first. And I was like this is the, crying, crying, going, This is the best banana I've ever had in my life. It's just so good. It's sweet. It's not crunchy and soft. Like I was in love with that banana. <laughs> I cannot
1: my mom said that when Jessica, she was in labor she was starving and that her uh OB ordered a pizza that she that he shared with my dad across the hall. She's like, I no. can smell it.
0: What Uh a bitch move. Well, I could smell other people's food when I was like in my, I wasn't in the delivery room yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also my friend Stephanie Courtney, you know who she is. For yes. those of you who don't, she's uh, Flo from Progressive. Progressive. So, she, yes, she was in the hospital the same time I was, but she wasn't, she was due. So, like, it was normal for her. Mm-hmm. So, I was like strapped to my bed with a seatbelt and she would walk by and make a sad face <sighs> and wave because they were letting her walk around to induce uh-huh. her natural labor and i was like i would just wave like i wish i could walk with you (laughs) anyway i can tell it's going to be a crazy show because we're already off the rails
1: we're already off the rails, and um, I will wrap it up. I'm at my uh, quaint little double tree. Quaint? No. Yes. Uh, I'm in Orange County. I'm uh, acting for the police uh, like I do, and I have was, to say, no joke, 114 when I got in my car today. That's all I have to say. 114. It was so oh.
0: hot in my car when I got in, too, and yet I wore a coat to school drop-off this morning because I was freezing. That's LA for you. Tis the season. Oh Fifty-five in the morning, one hundred and four by noon.
1: It's not. <laughs> seriously, it's nuts. That's it's not crazy. okay.
0: But you know what? In the Midwest, mm. for those of us, for our Midwest listeners, they're literally down to twenty-seven degrees right now, and they're oh going to be God. ninety-four on the weekend. I told my dad that's LA weather.
1: Yep, that's not. It's crazy.
0: Okay. <laughs> I know.
1: I have to give a shout out to you, Missourians. Alan was fishing at his favorite place up at the pier in Ventura, and he met a group of guys that he said couldn't have been nicer. Uh, they asked where he was from, and he noticed uh, what he said was a southern accent, and he said, where are you from? <laughs> they said, Springfield, Missouri, and he said, you got to be kidding. Shut oh, my up. God. We have a good friend from there, and they go, well, I mean, we're about 45 minutes out of Springfield, and and sort of so like as little- well,
0: but I said, I, mean, I bet. It's basically Springfield. Yeah. It's probably like Joplin or or Rogersville or something like that. There's a lot of people that come into the city from the smaller cities uh-huh. outside. How funny. They she probably it. didn't he know who it was I so was. so
1: refreshing.
0: <laughs> I don't know
1: if you he said who you because you might have wanted to protect your privacy.
0: Privacy. Uh, they probably wouldn't have known. I just lost a job in my hometown that wasn't even paying. I was going to be the oh keynote speaker at my high school for a I building. <laughs> it was like, if the people who wanted me, it's not their fault. It ended up being political, and they needed the... They wanted the superintendent of the schools to give the the speech. But I was like, I went, I went to this high school. I did. My dad did. My sister did. And like, I like to think I'm a success story from your, from your department, yes. from your high school. And here's the thing. And that a multi-generational
1: alumnus.
0: Well, and I was excited to celebrate. It was like celebrating the PTA and all that they do. And I was excited to celebrate from a parental perspective. Yeah. And not for nothing, but I guarantee you I'm a heck of a lot funnier than that school board superintendent. I don't know him. I could be speaking out of my butt cheeks. But if I were going to guess.
1: <laughs> I've seen some of those. You ever watch that on like a local cable channel where they're like so boring. going through? Oh, my Lord.
0: Well, and the yeah, reason that they lost. asked me. Is because they had seen me be the keynote speaker for graduation at a college yes. in my town, and it was like six thousand people, and they really loved. They thought it was funny, but heartfelt. And I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. thank you." I was feeling all good, and then they were like, "Nah, you got replaced by boring." And I was like, "Boo!" <laughs> I just mostly felt bad for my dad. Gets really excited when I get to do I things know. like that in my hometown because he lives there. You know,
1: of course. so he yeah, so
0: proud to be there. I also did say in. only because. Only because I knew the lady I was speaking to, she lives down the street from my dad and they've helped out my dad and stuff. And Mm -hmm. she's very involved. But I did say, I bet if my name was Brad Pitt, they would change their minds. I'll never live that man down. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you have to be born in my hometown, Brad?
1: I mean, for real.
0: He's legitimately like probably the most notably perfect human face in the world. Like anytime you see those things, right? That are like humans in symmetry and perfect. It's always Brad Pitt. And I'm Uh, supposed to compete with that. Am I ever going to be in anything like Interview with a Vampire where I'm sexy and mysterious? And no!
1: I'm not liking that new version of it as a TV show.
0: I haven't done it yet because I loved the movie so much. But I I did start Dracula. I started Dracula last night. I fell asleep, but that's only because I was tired, not because it was bad. Is it creepy? (laughs) Yeah, it's good so far. I'm only through like one and a half episodes, but I'm all right with it. I finished hmm. my 100 humans. Y'all got to watch that. Got to learn about mm. behaviors. It's interesting. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Look Jessica, at us giving we're...
1: recommendations at the top of the show.
0: I know. We're it's, we're an hour into our show and we haven't even we started are. yet. Let's get let's get into it. Do you want to tell people how to get a hold of us first? Because we need to hear from y'all's.
1: Absolutely. So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Rants and Raves Podcast. Uh, We love communicating with you guys. You can send us anything you want to in a number of ways. You can also go to Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email at thebransonravespodcast at gmail.com, or you can go to the contact button on our website, com. com. Mm All right. Oh,
0: and YouTube started.
1: And YouTube. Oh, my God. Dana has added a subscribe button to YouTube to the videos. It can't be easier. Go for it.
0: Please do, because it's a lot of work, and I'm still learning, so don't expect perfection.
1: (laughs) It's a lot. This is
0: like the seventh time in my life that I've started from square one learning new things, and I'm getting older, guys. So so please just show me a little appreciation and watch at least one episode. (laughs) (laughs) I would appreciate it.
1: Um, Oh, my gosh.
0: Well, let's get on into our rants. It's clear already. We're on the highway to hell. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: All righty. My rant should be how I have a broken phone and I haven't replaced it in eight years. Okay, here we go. I can't talk
0: to you about that because I try.
1: (laughs) It's so out of control. (laughs) Okay, this is very, very apropos. What is not apropos is that my microphone does not want to stay up. Oh, boy. Here we go. because oh, uh, you're in a hotel. <laughs> it really does not want to stay. Um, I'm in a hotel, and my rant, bet y'all are shocked, is another rant about hotel life. Um, mm-hmm. You already know how I feel about bar soap. I hate it. We've discussed it yeah. many moons ago. Well, I would like to know to the hoteliers of the world.
0: Is that a real word? Maybe. Why
1: why in God's name are you still putting bar soap in the rooms? Okay. I know you're going to be like, well, they've always done that. Great, I know they have. But you know what? Most of the chains now, even small little boutique hotels, you might have loved their uh stuff to go, or you're like my parents and they have like a huge drawer of it. And I'm like, why do you take that from hotels? You don't yeah, use I take it. From you hotels. don't need it. I know. But some hotels have nice stuff. Yeah. A hotel I at recently, it was all The most generic, no-name, and it looked like a chemical shitstorm. Like, Alan goes, oh, you brought whatever, body wash or whatever? He goes, why don't we just use the one that's in the hotel? I go, that looks like an electric blue chemical shitstorm? I'll pass! (laughs) (laughs) So, I want to know. You've put in the dispensers, which I'm all about. They're eco-friendly. It's... Getting rid of single use waste, all that, right? So like yeah, because that would be my now in hotels.
0: That would be my pushback. Is the the being sustainable using a lot of little of plastic bottles? Yeah, yeah.
1: Right. So now you just have the stuff in the shower out of a shower. dispenser, right? Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Why can't they give us a liquid soap dispenser? In
0: because they don't the want to.
1: hotel room bathroom, but. It's disgusting. And the more insulting part is it, they don't even give you like a proper dish with nubs or little feet or something that it rests on so it can drain. It's a flat piece of metal
0: okay, and it collects can a just... pond worth of water. <laughs> can we role play for a minute? Okay. I'm going to be the person at the hotel because I do have a couple of pushbacks for you. I'm sorry. Respectfully. Okay.
1: Are you the are you at the okay. front desk right now?
0: I'm at the front desk, which I have worked the front desk of a hotel. So okay. don't, don't judge me on my behavior. I don't know what I was like when I was young. Okay. Here we go. Okay.
1: Hi. Um, Hi. Yeah. Do you guys have any liquid soap? Like liquid hand soap? Liquid
0: soap? soap? no i'm sorry they're so provided in each room in the bathroom
1: Mm -hmm. it's a it's a bar and not only is that gross and i'm sharing the room with someone so i don't feel like touching their stuff uh the dish collects like a swimming pool of water and so, not only is the soap going back in a pool of filth, it gets so wet that when I try to use it the next time, it just slides into the dirty sink. I so you guys don't have like a little soft sorry. soap dispenser no, in your don't. own bathroom.
0: No, I'm. Let me ask you this: Are you staying with a stranger?
1: That's none of your business.
0: Okay, I'm just. <laughs> I'm just saying because. You said it was gross. You don't want their germs. I'm assuming. Uh-huh. What if it's my husband? I can see here that you have a king size bed. Mm-hmm. Um, I so that is your husband you're staying with. He's that filthy.
1: Excuse me. Is there a camera in my room?
0: Well, you just said that you don't want to share a bar of soap with him because it's disgusting. You said.
1: I said I don't want to share a bar of soap with right, anyone. With your husband. But it
0: happens to be your husband. Have you ever I'd used bar like I'd like to so speak to before? your
1: supervisor. I'd like to speak to your supervisor.
0: That's not what we're playing, Jessica. I've got questions for you, ma'am.
1: <laughs> I am a health honors used, member,
0: ma'am, ma'am. I'm doing my best to help you out. Have I have one thousand one so hundred
1: points. Is um, this a question you're begrudgingly yes. answering? No, I okay. used it once on do a work know, trip to do you, China.
0: Do you usually use soap without water so that it doesn't drain into the soap dish? Because soap dishes are made to catch that water and then you just empty it. And if it's just you and your husband in the room, it's probably not that big of a deal, bitch. (laughs) How dare you? You your microphone over, you got so mad at me.
1: (laughs) I would like to know... Ma'am,
0: respectfully, how many days are you here? Is it going to ruin your life?
1: (laughs) It is. By round of applause, I would like to know how many people are against bar soap. I'll
0: wait. Um... (laughs) Nobody, you're a joke. (laughs)
1: We need you to weigh in on this. We are taking an official poll. Reasons and data like bar- to be disclosed at a later time. Do Are do you team not- bar soap or team liquid? Are you for I Jessica like or are you either. for Dana? Oh, you don't? I don't
0: like bar soap. No. And Uh, it's your fault because you pointed out all these things and I pick up germ things like I picked up from Billy Bob Thornton. I don't like using silverware at restaurants, things like that. So I've picked up this bar, bar soap phobia from you. So in my house, my son has his own bar soap and then my husband and I have liquid soap. (laughs) And if we run out and I have to use it, you have no idea the mental gymnastics it takes for me to pick up my son who I love dearly, but he's a dirty boy. His soap. And use it to clean my hands. So, no, I don't like it either. But most of the time, you're alone in a hotel room. I think, really, the center of the problem is how nasty Alan is. Oh! (laughs) How rude! That's what you you said, not me!
1: We were role-playing.
0: Well, that's my answer. Well! (laughs) (laughs) That's how adult data deals with life. Well! (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm not kidding you have to admit in a hotel it's extra nasty but also I don't begrudge you if you use a bar of soap at home but like I'm gonna be honest when I go to someone's house I don't care if you are friend or family I don't care how clean you are no no if I, I see won't. a bar of soap in a dish no. that all four of you or however many people are in your family and every no. person I don't want it
0: Hand towels too. I gotta be honest, when I go visit people, I will frequently dry my hands on my clothes.
1: (laughs) A thousand percent. Yes. They need to be changed regularly.
0: Yeah, and they're not.
1: And then what about people that
0: don't keep hand towels in there and all that's up there is like their that day shower towel or a robe? No, I'm not touching it.
1: Stop it. This is yeah. another rant. Just, why don't you talk about that? Because can this just be a, because, another rant? This is the rant, and we scrap uh, yeah, the sure. other
0: rant. Because sure, this because is here's huge. Yes, because here's the thing. You think. Oh, Dana, it's not that big a deal. Let me tell you how dirty towels are. First of all, I watched that video, and I've seen them many over the years. They always say the same thing, and it's the truth. If you don't close your toilet lid when you flush, there are poo particles in the air. Period. Point blank. That's science. Everywhere. That's fact. Science and fact, okay? I mean, literally, they said they did testing from 30 inches above the bowl and 20 inches above the bowl. If that lid you is open, Yes, I did, because I wanted you to be haunted as much as me. So that's first off. Then also, you think about a towel that's at some point been wet, be it by hands or body, sitting and drying moldy in your moist, wet bathroom, okay? The With humidity. poop particles everywhere. The humidity. Uh, and then other people have used that towel, and you don't know how well they wash their hands. Nope. But more than that, when you get out of the shower... Most people I think dry every part of their body. And when I say dry every part of your body, I'm talking between your butt cheeks, I'm talking up in your nutsack. Everybody's tanks. you don't need to be drying your hands with that clean tank towel because between no taint your is toes. Clean. Between your toes and your armpits, your face, I mean, none of that needs to be wiped on my hands when I dry them after I've just washed them, period, point blank. I don't trust your towel. I definitely don't want to use your robe, okay? So if you don't have something in that bathroom for me, it's pants and butt that I'm wiping my hands on, shirt, whatever there's extra fabric in, which because I'm a plus-size lady, I frequently try to have a little extra fabric in some areas. So that becomes my mobile hand towel just a towel that I wear, clothes.
1: Yes. I'm telling and you, I do that I all the time. Do you
0: remember? This haunts me so horribly, it might give me nightmares tonight. <laughs> do you remember the phase we went through where in public, there was that rag that you just pulled and it cycled around till it dried?
1: There are still we were all using in
0: r- rural no. areas that use that. That should be illegal. You should be threatened with prison time for that. It's, so dirty. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so, so dirty. It's so nasty. Every time I use every time there's a towel hanging on my on like my hook in the bathroom or anything, and I get ready to grab it, and it's just a free towel in space. Like I don't know mm-hmm. where it came from. It's not mine. It's just sitting there. <laughs> it seems clean enough to use. If I start to reach from it for it, I instantly think my son had this in his butt, or my husband had it on his balls. Oh, my God. I'm, I can't put anything on it. That's what instantly <laughs> happens to me, and then I shiver, <laughs> and then I shiver, and I get out of there. So, that's why I'm not so hideous out by your bar soap, because at least that's mostly just you, right? Like, oh. you travel alone most of the time. <laughs> I don't know I don't know but I can't Hand towels I wish there was a new And then we got these Dyson Right which I was like
1: Amazing I don't like those it's either glowing. I don't want to put my hands well, into that
0: Everybody freaked me out About that too I thought it was power Blasting the germs away from our skin And they're like no they're going right in your eyes and your nose And you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Showering you them. with everybody else's yet So what are we supposed to do That's the uh, thing
1: I dry on my clothes, and if I'm, like, dressed up and at the theater, like, recently when I was at uh-huh. a nice theater, I shook my hands like this, okay? Yes, I always do a shake. And then they just have that. And then, honestly, I never was that person, but now I try to carry sanitizer or some hand wipes. And yes, yes, I do that. And now, this is the thing. A lot of people have installed that foot thing, like, it's a piece yes, of grass. to get out. But... If you do that, and I'm sorry, I don't have good luck. If you put your foot in that, which I've done a few times, and I've tried to quickly like flip it back like a dog or something, like pawing at the ground, uh, uh-huh. when I try to fling that open, I know someone's going to come and push that door right into my face one day or crack me right in I the worry head.
0: about that, too. I know. You know, this you know is what where, I mean? Yes. This is where having a good old boy for a daddy... Helps you out because I have a hook on my keychain that opens doors and things, so I don't have to touch it. My dad was like, "Well, I found this at Walmart. It was a dollar ninety-seven. I know you don't like touching doors and stuff. I thought, boy, that might be handy. And boy, was he right!
1: How cute is he? I use it
0: when I go into like Seven Eleven, any kind of store that doesn't have an automatic." I use that hook yes. and bathrooms. I, I will use that. it. And if I don't have my keys with me, I will shame myself and put my, my fist in my shirt and let you see my titties to open 100%. that door. <laughs> oh. I've I would exposed. rather show my bra.
1: <laughs> Hilarious. I have exposed my torso from <laughs> lifting the bottom of my shirt up to pull yes. the handle. Cause I'm not touching that.
0: Yeah. See, I don't have as much torso. I just have like (laughs) face boobs and vagina. Like I'm just all squashed. So you're going to get a full show if you happen to see me coming out of a public bathroom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're You're
0: welcome. I love
1: that your dad got you that. That's so
0: sweet. He's always on the hunt for things that make your life easier. I love love it. And also Kristen Marie got me one of those janitor keys that snaps back into your wallet. So I just put my keys in my wallet and snap that key right back. I never have to pull them out. Yep. I got some real ingenuitive loves in my life. I'm lucky. (laughs) My dad though, no joke, like I bet you if I went to him and said, Dad, Jessica and I are having an issue with like drying our hands what's some ideas that we should bring with us or find or how my dad would come up with 12 ideas in 10 minutes. I guarantee yep. you when I want plant advice, like I want to make this propagation station, but I can't afford it. He's like, here's what you ought to do. Always right. Gary Powell, totally engineer so. at your service.
1: He's like, yeah. well, you've got a bandana, don't you? I'll just <laughs> fold, it, fold it into three triangles, equal parts.
0: And I don't want just- to launch us. I don't want to launch us into another rant, but I will say there was a time in my life that my dad was a handkerchief man, the full blown, full blow into the hanky. And next time you pull it out, you got to peel it apart guy. Not anymore. No, there was a time. I know I don't want to get us on another rant because, you know, we're already towards the end here, but yeah. So he, there's a lot of wonderful qualities about my father, but that was a mistake in life.
1: Oh my. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Daddy.
1: (laughs) God, that was such an old-timey thing, right?
0: Oh, gross. Gross. And white. You could just see the color of the snot if you dared to look.
1: You'd have your monogram on it.
0: He didn't need no monogram. What's that for? I'll pay for that. Yeah. No way. That's for your snot. It ain't fancy. (laughs) All right. Well, we did some pretty good ranting. That was even an impromptu so. ramp on hand towels, but it went hand in hand.
1: Ooh, wait, is 100%. there a- Ooh,
0: Wait. Yay, Dana joke. Still, She still got it, you guys. She's still a comedian. I hate myself.
1: <laughs> Shut up, fool.
0: I have five more appointments after this recording today, and I'm freaking out. Is it obvious? No. <laughs> Um, oh should we transition into our into our corners?
1: Uh, into our cleansing breath.
0: Oh God, I always forget. Mm. That's never. How many? We've been doing this uh, what four years now? Yeah. It's never no. changed.
1: Well, we're at the coming to the end of our third year. No, twenty twenty. My God, no! This is four years. I wow. think so. I uh, can't believe
0: it. This- We've never changed the cleansing breath, and I never remember it.
1: Oh, that's, that's not true. About. You remember it most of the time, and I didn't listen. I don't so. know, guys.
0: If there's any not psychologists out me. there, if there's any um, brain people out there, tell me what's wrong with me and how I can fix it. <laughs> okay. So we, after we get all our ranties and craziness out, we like to do mm-hmm. a cleansing breath. We get it out yes, and we take a deep cleansing breath, push it all out from inside our bodies, and then we spend the rest of the show filling up with goodness and good news <laughs> and kindness. Yes. So if you can scream it out, I always welcome that. It feels amazing, even if it feels silly. You'll thank mm-hmm. yourself later. But if you can't scream it out, at least take a minute to take a breath with us. Are you ready? Yes. Let's take a deep breath in and out. All right. I'm grounded. I think we're, I think we can continue on in a professional (laughs) manner. Uh, Jessica, Jessica. Yes? I'm trying to be professional. Don't egg me on. Don't egg me on.
1: All right. We are going to transition into an, oh, wow, coroner. No, this oh. is,
0: oh, wow. Oh, wow. Is, I'm excited.
1: <laughs> Neurosurgery has always been something that I'm fascinated by. I'm fascinated by most surgery. Mm-hmm. Um No, I do not want to download your app. Okay. This is... From CBS News, this Mm -hmm. happened very recently. This was October 14th. A man plays his saxophone through a nine-hour, very, very complex brain surgery.
0: Oh, my God. Did you watch the video?
1: uh, Yes.
0: It's amazing. It's crazy. Please continue. Mm -hmm. I want to hear all about it. Yeah.
1: This took place in Rome, Italy. A musician had a brain tumor removed in a nine-hour surgery that he spent not only awake and fully conscious, but playing his saxophone. The 35-year-old male patient had the procedure at Rome's Paideia International Hospital on Monday and was discharged early Thursday morning. Dr. Christina Bragna, a neurosurgeon and expert in awake surgery, told CBS News that the tumor was removed successfully and that there was no negative impacts on the patient. Bragna led a specialized 10-member international team for the procedure, using state-of-the-art technology. The tumor was located in a very, very complex area of the brain. Moreover, the patient is left-handed. This makes things more complicated because the neural pathways of the brain are much complicated. Much more complicated. Oh,
0: really? I did not know that.
1: I didn't know that either. My dad's a lefty. Uh, So
0: is my sister. Well, actually, my sister and my son are ambidextrous, but they favor their left.
1: Well, and you know, this is Their brains are
0: probably real crazy.
1: Even some people our age, I know, uh, they tried to break them of being left-handed. It really happened in our parents' generation, but it was some weird...
0: That's why my sister's ambidextrous. Yep. Yeah. They tried because to because they tell tried you to change no, her want, Makes no sense. My mom marched up to that school. My mom marched up there and told them you better quit it. But she ended up ambidextrous because of it. Henry is naturally ambidextrous, so it may That's have been so in our family wild. anyway,
1: but Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah. But I didn't know that it makes your brain totally like more complicated. Right? That's fascinating.
1: It really is. The doctor Said the patient who has been identified as CZ played the theme song from the 1970 movie Love Story and the Italian (laughs) National Anthem at various times throughout the surgery. During the meticulous preparation, CZ had told the medical team that preserving his musical ability was essential to him. It was also yeah. very useful to the surgeon because his patient playing the sax during surgery allowed Bragna to make different, uh, sorry, my f- to map different functions of the brain as he operated. To play an instrument means you can understand music, which is a high cognitive function. It means you can interact with the instrument. You can coordinate both hands. You can exercise memory. You can count because music is mathematics. You can test vision because the patient has to see the instrument. And you can test the way the patient interacts with the rest of the team. It's utterly fascinating.
0: That's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And also, he was playing very well. Like it was yes. shocking to me. I would be Awake so scared. Awake while having
1: brain surgery. I know. And apparently. And you saxophone,
0: don't feel it. you know, it's not like the hardest instrument, but it is a woodwind. So you ever read, like yes. there's, you know, I'm sure he's used to it, but it's not like the most uncomplicated thing to do.
1: It's, you know? Nuts. Yep.
0: But I think it's fascinating uh, because they were wanting to test. They wanted to test how. If it well, was effect- I like different that, areas that they can see affecting. it while they're
1: still in there, right? Instead of yeah, I hate to say closing someone back up and then being like, "Oh, you can't see." Well, we might need to go back in there. We're gonna
0: and- have to. We're gonna have to saw that open again. <laughs> yeah, right? Totally. It was absolutely incredible.
1: We will post a link to that video. Uh, the doctor who has performed hundreds of awake brain surgeries said the key to pulling off such a complex operation was preparation. Every patient is unique. Every brain is unique. So we really need to know the patient very well. Well, that's refreshing. Over a period of about 10 days before the operation, the patient met with the medical team six or seven times. He said it was important to the surgeons to respect the patient's wishes as to which functions they felt were most important to preserve. The process led to what Bragna called a massively tailored surgery. During the preparations for this and any other brain surgery, Bragna said the team looks at the entire person, not just the pathology. <clears throat> when we operate on the brain, we are operating on the sense of self. So we need to make sure that we do not damage the patient as a person, their personality, the way they feel emotions and the way they get through life. This makes me want to cry. The patient will tell you what is important in his life, and it is your job to protect his wishes. The preparation period also ensures the patient knows every detail of the procedure before it happens. During surgery, that helps ensure they remain quiet and collaborative, not scared. Adding that there is an atmosphere of great calm, great silence in the operating room during the procedure. Apart from the saxophone, of course, in this case. Ragna said he was proud that right. his patient had been able to go back to his normal life and proud that with each operation, knowledge of this branch of medicine is advancing. Every surgery is a window on the brain on how it works. And while we are learning, we are taking the whole of the person, his life, his passion, his hobbies, his job into account. That is the goal. Ah, that please. That is amazing. Let's have all surgeries addressed like that.
0: Yes. I mean, that's incredible.
1: Yes, that's major. A lot of things are done. I get it to save someone's life and like, well, at least hopefully this stops something from progressing as fast. But when things like this can be done, oh, more, more, more. It's incredible.
0: I got to say, you know, they're saying we're closer and closer to finding cancer treatment. Um, They're hoping by 2054. I'm like, please let that be. I've lost too many loved ones to cancer, a cancer man. And then, um, also like, uh, our friend, Wendy McClendon Covey, Mm -hmm. her husband was diagnosed with Parkinson's and he was getting, you know, having pretty severe symptoms. And so they were able to get him that deep brain implant Oh, my God. She had pictures of them going out on a date the other night. They were going to try and go out Uh, the next night. He's not shaking. He's like, it's unbelievable. But like. Major. She's got access to something like that. I want to see everyone have access to these things because it's miraculous. It's miraculous. They're also saying that, you know, kidney transplants, they should have fake kidneys in the next 10 years, maybe. Like people aren't. That's what my mama my mama died of kidney failure. She was in yep. dialysis when she died. So, like, things like that are really hopeful. Now, yep. you know, then people start going, Yeah, but the population, listen, we lost enough people in COVID that at least the United States population, because of people choosing not to have children now and a lot of loss of life, we're okay. Yep. We're okay. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway fascinating thank you for bringing Absolutely. that that is a wow corner for yes. sure i must have watched I that video it. four or five times i was blown away yeah um so my corner is up next and i have what's my corner called i didn't even look at the name of it
1: excuse me
0: <gasps> yes an excuse me corner I love saying excuse me the way you do. It makes me giggle. But I don't have your deep voice that makes it so (laughs) amazing. Okay. What are you talking about? Okay. Here we go. This is from Odd News uh, Central, right? Odd News Central? No, Mm -hmm. UPI. UPI? What's UPI? United Press International. This is by Ben Hooper. Former New York cab driver collects on a nine-year-old IOU in Ireland. (laughs) (laughs) A former New York City cab driver visited a bar in Ireland to collect the two pints of Guinness he was owed from an I.O.U. given to him by a passenger nine years earlier. John (laughs) (laughs) McDonough.
1: How do you say that in Gaelic?
0: (laughs) I don't know. I don't even know how to say it in what you just said. John McDonough was driving his cab in New York at 4 a.m. in 2013 when he picked up Shane Gaffney, a Dublin resident who did not have the cash to cover his ride. He said he owned a bar in Dublin and I said, yeah. Everybody owns a bar in Dublin, McDonough told WNYW TV. But he says, no, I can get you some free pints of Guinness. The men determined the cab ride was worth about two pints of Guinness at the 2013 exchange rate between the dollar and the euro. So Gaffney wrote McDonough an IOU promising him. Two pints at the Gaffney and Son pub in Dublin. McDonough finally made his way to Ireland nine years later, while touring off the meter on the record. His one-man play about his nearly forty years as a cabbie. Gaffney and his I can't believe that someone who had been a cabbie for forty years still had the energy to write a one-man play. Okay, (laughs) Gaffney and 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 his parents. Yes, good for you, dude. You're killing it. Gaffney and his parents were at the bar to welcome McDonough. It sure, it has been surreal the whole time I've been here. It's been unbelievable. When I arrived at the bar, there was a massive banner welcoming me. McDonough told the Irish Independent, "That's kind of cute. It's kind of a good, like, social human story. You know what I mean? It's not really about the two pints of Guinness." I mean, if it was the plane ticket there really just made it not worth it. But anyway, <laughs> I thought that was so cute. I love that.
1: I love it. And I hope the guy remembered him. Can you imagine if oh. he's like, i never met you before.
0: <laughs> but I did have a banner made. I think he remembered him, Jessica. <laughs> He just has a banner up welcoming Americans all the time, just in case. He uses that excuse a lot. He's like, I can't do an Irish accent. I didn't pay for an Uber. Nope, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> I didn't pay for an Uber for 10 years. I'm not even going to pay for... No, can't do it. Jessica, you do it. I, I am... I'm famous in the, I, in the improv community. I'm famous for not being able to do accents. When I have auditions with accents, Dan Tipton and I get in fights because he legitimately laughs at me while I'm doing my job and it's rude. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: no, I could never, ever do Irish accents, okay? No. I, even after sitting, I ran the spotlight at my university for dancing at Lunasa. Do you oh. know that show?
0: I do, Yeah, It's like a
1: well-known play, right? Yeah. And everybody had an Irish accent. And whenever I tried I didn't to do even audition it, I for that. Like, <laughs> I sounded like somebody uh, who was like auditioning as uh, a German, I don't know what.
0: Yeah, someone. I in can't a very do it. I always think about Brad Pitt. When he did that, what was that movie where he played like that Irish guy? He's like, get out here, you dog a And you're like, what? But now they have subtitles. when that movie came out I couldn't understand a word he said but now it has subtitles and I'm like, he was talking about a dog that whole time. I had no clue. Okay. I thought it was I thought it was a bad name for a woman, a dag
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am Oh awful my God that awful oh,
0: yeah. me too. it's the worst. You know who's great at accents Our friend Gareth on the dollop. <laughs> He's phenomenal at it.
1: He really is.
0: But it's not he fair, is. kind well, of, also, because his mom's Welsh.
1: Yes. I mean, so he's
0: been he's traveled a lot, right? Also, he's very he's talented. He's got a whatever. Scottish this, aunt. Yes, and he's hilarious. It's not right? fair. God gave him a lot of gifts. You know what? Fuck oh, yeah. Gareth. I really love him though.
1: Listen, <laughs> he has a talking. He has a talking cat. Okay.
0: Yeah, Jose. His fans sent him pictures of, of his cat, just like we, I have a friend of oh, ours, a listener of ours, that, that, sent, that sent me art. a cutter. Uh, my cutter, it's yes. over there at the top. Oh, you can't see it, but it's up. I keep uh, it out. Somebody sent me an evil cutter painting, so I put it out. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, look, I have a candle. I have a candle lit behind me. You know who gave me that? Oh, who? You. Very nice. Oh, i ready to. Sh- Are we ready to transition into the best part of our show?
1: Let's do it.
0: Let's give it up for the raves, y'all. The raves.
1: Let's give it up.
0: No, I'm out of control. I'm out of control.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this, uh, this rave came to us from a friend of mine, and I uh, work with her a lot Um, as an actor, she is as well. Uh, She usually is one of the people that I travel with for these cop jobs. And she is a yoga instructor when she is not acting. And she teaches classes at the Kindred Spirits Care Farm. That's right. For those of you who live in Los Angeles, I'm just giving her a little plug before I get into this. Um, She does yoga, and it's like usually late in the day, like on a Sunday afternoon, and it's at the farm, and you're surrounded by the animals. I'm dying to go. Amazing, very peaceful.
0: I wouldn't get anything done though. When I did the goat yoga, I just (laughs) petted the goats. But this sounds amazing. I want to hear more.
1: So she just told me today that they just had some new baby goats, and she's like, "I'm obsessed, and I, I just want to cuddle them." She said they are they're the so cutest,
0: cute. and they're so snuggly.
1: They are. Um, so a care farm is a specific type of farm. It's not just rescue. It's something that apparently is very popular in Europe. And is it not, like a sanctuary? Uh, not really as common. It is, but it's more than that uh, because it, it incorporates like all these different things that they do. Okay. So their website is Kindred Spirits Care Farm, like if you were to care for an animal. Uh, org. <clears throat> their mission is to promote compassion, cooperation, and connection to the earth, animals, and each other through sustainable care farming. Through sustainable care farming, we can help feed the world, slow climate change, build community, and build hope and healing to vulnerable, bring hope and healing to vulnerable people. It is a flexible, scalable, and adaptable practice that is already changing lives. How can an activity as simple as sustainable care farming have so many beneficial consequences? Part of it is in the practice of care farming itself, and part of it is how we implement it. So what is Care Farming? Care Farming connects the healing power of horticulture therapy and or animal therapy in a farm environment with vulnerable people who can benefit from meaningful time with plants and animals. The long-term efficacy of Care Farming has been validated statistically in several studies in Western Europe where Care Farming is a common practice. We take Care Farming to a whole new level. Number one, All our farm animals are rescued, and their stories of rescue, recovery, and ongoing happiness give hope to people who might also have experienced abuse, abandonment, or neglect at the hands of people who had caregiver responsibilities. Through farm education, we create opportunities for people to meaningfully interact with the natural world and learn about food's origin from the earth. We help build community by training people not only how to help feed themselves, but also to feed their communities through organic yard farming and urban agriculture. All of our work is rooted in practices designed to improve soil, air, and water as we grow food that will nourish body, mind, and spirit. Oh my gosh, um, I love it's that. A l- I know. So they have a great website. Um, they uh, have the hours that the ranch, that their farm is open. Uh, they are also a place that people can do events like rent out and whatnot for private picnics or dinners. Wow. Um, they have a ton of programs. Uh, they have Animal Rescue and Sanctuary. They have Permaculture Gardens. They have a wonderful volunteer program, and they also offer field trips for schools. You can meet the animals on the site. They have alpacas, chickens, goats, pigs, sheep, turkeys. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes, and yes, then, yes, 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 Right?
1: <laughs> and then the giving part, they have so many different options uh, from Courtners. Uh, – y'all, I can't speak proper today corporate sponsorships memorial donations or donations in honor of you can sponsor an animal um you can give the gift of time by volunteering gifts of stock all this stuff again i'm all about volunteering Mm -hmm. so is dana Mm -hmm. so this is again a lovely way that I i always say this if everyone Once in a blue moon. But my God, if every person that is capable could donate even one day Day. a year of time. Uh
0: And things like that. It's really good, too, if you have children or no children that are in your care sometimes. It's such an excellent opportunity to show them a spirit of giving and a spirit of um, respecting our planet and our animals. But it's also fun. You know what I mean? Because yes. we need to instill in our children. I think there 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 might be a, a group of children that are growing up that maybe don't, haven't been introduced to the kindness of giving to others and volunteering for others yes. when we are so blessed. And that's something for 100%. me is important to instill in my son. That there are other, like I started yeah. very young with him when we would go through toys, there are other babies who would really love to play with these toys. There are other babies that don't, you know, even with this pacifier, there's other, the the pacifier fairy has to bring the pacifier to the new Mm -hmm. babies because they get scared when they're born. Like just teaching about giving back to others. It's not always about us. Totally. Yeah. I love that. Jessica. It's a wonderful
1: lesson. And how can you not enjoy being around the animals or planting? I'm sorry. You're a plant lover too. I love getting in the dirt and like, there's something very rewarding. So I love, we have friends that are teachers that started gardens with their kids at school. Mm -hmm. I love it. One of my friends grows pumpkins with her students every year.
0: Our nanny, her and my son, they planted herbs and they eat their herbs all the time.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. And that also teaches them something. Mm-hmm. It's like, how cool is it to be able to say, hey, I grew this? Yeah,
0: this our friend our Candace garden. does that with her two year old, too. They grow strawberries Aww. and they grow herbs and they pull what they can from the garden. And that's so teaching cute. her daughter to appreciate that as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love, I love
0: it. it. Oh, thank you, Jessica.
1: Yes.
0: Okay, so my rave today is called Diff. Eyewear. You can find them at That You can go to their charity main page, okay? Um, here we mm-hmm. go. A difference, you can see. See what I did there? <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: each, each pair purchased. So this is for glasses, all right? Let me see if I can find. that. Um, Three million people have received eye care from Diff's Gift of Sight program. So when you go to their website... It's for charitable eyewear, and they'll tell you about it. Three million people have received eye care from Diff's Gift of Sight program. Globally, 2.2 billion people have a vision impairment. Nearly half of visual impairments can be treated or prevented. Can you believe that? That's from the World, World Health Organization. I didn't realize right. that statistic. It blows my mind. Um, we wanted to mark this special day by sharing how diff has been changing lives, like the life oh this little boy, the life of eight year old Soleiman. Soleiman lives in Senegal and used to have cataracts in both eyes. He was unable to live life to the fullest, but after receiving his sight-saving operation, Soleiman is now thriving. Soleiman's life was changed thanks to our continued work with sight savers and the help of diff supporters like you. Each pair of diffs purchased means better sight for someone in need. Our partnership with Sight Savers allows us to provide sight-saving treatments to people in need through eye exams, surgeries, medicine, and more. Throughout, through our global partnership with Sight Savers and the support of the diff community, we have provided the gift of sight to 3 million people in need. I can't believe it. So you make a difference with every pair you purchase, We believe that vision is power. This is why we're committed to creating a world where everyone has access to the vision care they need. Through our partnership with Sight Savers, we've been able to help children like Philly. There's another. Just go to the website and look at these kids. Okay. Mm. It's pretty, pretty cool. There's an older person. um, Life changing. Because of receiving life changing treatment, Philly is no longer at risk for the blinding disease trachoma. Oh my gosh. Thank you for helping us make a difference in this world. You can make a difference with every purchase you make with us. Every purchase means better sight for someone in need. Please check them out, guys. First of all, you know, it's not even, even here. You have to have, in America, you have to have good insurance to get good eye care medically. Yes, yes. So, I love yes. something like it's, this. It's a sorry, go ahead.
1: Like I always say, why no, why is eye care and dental care not bundled in with insurance? Uh, it's part of your body. I know. Both are very critical, critical. to functioning. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make And it's make not
0: sense. your eyes are <laughs> not something you can wait on. If you're having vision issues, you need to get it figured out. You really, really do. (laughs) Um, When you go to their website, make sure you can go, you can find their giving back tab is where you want to go to find out more information. But they have sunglasses, blue light glasses, prescription glasses, collaboration glasses, accessories, and it all, it all helps um, people who don't have access to eye care. So wonderful. Again, that's DiffEyewear.com, D-I-F-F.
1: Love it.
0: Yay. Thank you, Dana. Of course. Thank you, Jess. Jessica. Yeah. I think that's our show. I think it is. Do you want to tell everybody one more time uh, how to get a hold of us? You guys, we want to hear from you. We've been on hiatus for a long yes. time. Some of you are quiet. We're ready. We're ready, ready. to go. We're on the track. Ready. And ready to rant out your stuff and rave about the goodness. So hit us up, yes. Jessica. Tell them how.
1: Absolutely true. Please find us at The Rants and Raves Podcast on Instagram and Facebook, on Twitter at raves underscore the. You can send us an email at the and raves podcast at gmail.com or go to the contact button on our site, www.theranceandravespodcast.com. And now you can go to YouTube and find our episodes. You can see you can our faces. there if you want to start getting in on the action and the craziness
0: you <laughs> and Jessica's very seductive hotel lighting <laughs>
1: <laughs> really not okay and it's been like my hip face has been half lit and it's really it's like mysterious some lumps and bumps on my face and what are you I talking about
0: your th- gorgeous this entire
1: video I'm looking down and staring at it because I'm really just,
0: You're a crazy so person. Silly. You're gorgeous. I'm wearing oh, a shirt that my dad gave me with some kind of medical equipment on it. So you look lovely. Oh, my God. What is it? I don't know. It's like a computer and a table you lay on. My dad gives me all of his medical T-shirts or, like, when he buys a new tractor and gets a hat, I get that Kyobi hat. Like, I love it.
1: Yes.
0: Because that's the kind of stuff that I would buy this shirt in the thrift store. I love it. I, I don't know what it means. It's probably for, like... I don't know, to to check your nuts or something. I don't even know. I'm just wearing proudly on my chest. I don't know. (laughs) I don't care. I like it. (laughs) You're beautiful, Jessica.
1: You are out of control.
0: I knew I was going to be today. I felt it coming. I felt the crazy inside myself. Um, Is there anything you're watching or saw or have done that you need to share about? It's Halloween. There's a lot of good stuff. Pumpkin patches are rife. Guys, yep. you gotta go.
1: Well, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm into this season of Handmaid's Tale. I
0: can't. I'm still so. behind. Jessica, you're strong. You are strong. I can't.
1: You've gotta. you gotta push through with it. It's, it's really... scary because
0: it feels very. It rude. And I've told you, I would be in a radiation no. camp dying because I, I, they don't want me making babies anymore. Which is rude because oh I'm my still God. capable.
1: At that or, well, I hate to say it, you definitely wouldn't be a Martha. <laughs> or serving somebody.
0: Cook. No, I can't cook. I'm useless. Maybe I could uh, be like one of the main ladies in the big empty rooms. I don't
1: know. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I started
0: Dracula. I can't say whether it's good or not yet. So far, it's good. Mm. I don't know. Um, okay. I don't think I'm watching anything else. I've been watching a lot of stand-up lately. Because in 100 Humans, I learned mm-hmm. that... You can fake your brain into feeling happier, no matter what's going on. When you smile, the muscles that you really? use release endorphins in your brain, and it tricks your brain into thinking you're happier than you are. So I've been watching a lot of stand up. <laughs> That's right, Jessica. That's exactly right. Just keep on smiling. I'm going to keep doing. You definitely this the rest don't of the day. <laughs> you definitely don't look 100 creepy. In your mysterious light. <laughs> <laughs> no, There's that new true, horror like, movie out about smiles. Have you seen that? I haven't watched it yet.
1: I don't do horror. I won't be watching anything with a smile. I'll watch it. A Katy Perry video. Okay?
0: You're, I can't believe that's what you chose for your smile. A Katy Perry video. <laughs> Which one specifically? You and then- with that smile.
1: It's called smile. And it's creepy, and it's circus-themed.
0: I don't like it, and I don't like that it's filed in your brain as something that you just pull up immediately. All right, I said we were getting out of here. What? I I do have a point for you to ponder. Um, Jessica.
1: Why did her baby daddy's name escape me? I don't think I even knew she. Not Oswald. Yes, you do. What
0: is his name? She was with I am Marilyn st- Manson and stop the presses. And then she was no, with she Russell Brandt. And then she was with I don't remember. Well, you look it up while I, yeah. I say this fact. He was nude. That tells me uh, nothing, but it, it's something I'll look up later, probably. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh,
1: Orlando Bloom. My God, she had a baby with Orlando Bloom. The baby's name is Daisy Daisy Bloom. Uh, okay.
0: Well, I don't know. I,
1: if my mom he was butt naked on a paddle board on one of their vacations. Oh,
0: he's handsome. You never saw those pics? No. Mm-hmm. No,
1: I did not. Now I sound like a dirty pervert. Well, a little okay. bit,
0: but that's all right. I already said I'd probably look it up after this, so we're on the we're in the same handbasket oh to my hell, Jessica. God. <laughs> So we've been talking a lot about how we're going to start a Patreon, um, and we are working mm-hmm. on that. We're working on our levels. We have some material, some extra materials getting ready for you guys. And part of the yes. reason we want to do that is because we love our podcast. We love what it stands for. We love each other. We love you guys beyond belief. Um, shout yes. out to Adam. I heard you're feeling better, and we are so excited. Yeah. We just love, we just love our peoples so much. And so- we're starting a Patreon so that maybe we can get a little help to get Jessica some nicer equipment because we po. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: uh, so,
0: the reason I bring that we up better equipment, we want to make better content for you guys. It's not because we're like excited to make home movies, we're doing it for you guys. I promise. Uh, <laughs> But it just brought up, here's my fact, my point to ponder for you guys to think about this week. We're doing something wrong, y'all, okay? We should all be rich, and I'm going to tell you why. There is enough gold inside the Earth to coat the planet. Why I ain't got some of that gold? To coat, there's enough gold, there's enough gold in Earth to coat the planet. What? (laughs) What? I'm telling you all of the
1: landmass got- or does that include the oceans?
0: Well, I don't know, they didn't say. They just said Discover magazine well, reported that 99% of the precious like a- metal can f- be oh it can be found in the earth's core. So we're going to need somebody to sacrifice their life to get down to that core. And go to Middle-earth. <laughs> go to Middle-earth and find
1: know. hobbits.
0: <laughs> Accents are coming. And Smog the dragon. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're just gonna have to stay poor. All right, Jessica. <laughs> I love you. I love you.